welcome to the Offseason Outlook Podcast, Episode 4. Here with you today again, your host, Colton Cooper. Today, uh, we're counting down to the draft. It's approaching right up on us. And uh, we're going to go through my full first-round mock draft today. This is officially who I think is going to go in each spot um, in the draft this week. Um... I'm going to go over each pick, um, why I think each team makes that pick. Um, you know, we're obviously going to see some guys fall where we don't think they will or where people aren't expecting them to. Um, some, you know, teams are going to jump the gun on guys to try to get them early, even if they aren't really worth that spot. So let's see where I think it's all going to shake down to and uh, get right into it. All right, and... As this team currently sits on the clock at the first number overall pick, the Carolina Panthers pick that they acquired from drafting, uh, D, or excuse me, trading DJ Moore and a few other pieces to Chicago to get that pick. I think with the first overall pick, the Carolina Panthers will select quarterback Bryce Young, Alabama. Personally, as a Panthers fan, which I've mentioned on the show before, try not to be biased here. Um, I personally would like C.J. Stroud or Anthony Richardson more. Really, I'd love Anthony Richardson. I get that Richardson is kind of a project quarterback. You're going to have to mold him a little bit. So I don't think Panthers are going there with the first overall pick. If they would have stayed back a little bit at 9 or something, maybe if Anthony Richardson would have fallen to them, I think they would have gone for it. But um, moving up to the first overall pick, you do that to win now. Um, and you're going to go after the most pro-ready quarterback in the draft. Um, for a while, it really looked like it might be C.J. Stroud, um, and then some rumors came out about him having some low test scores on some of their quarterback-specific IQ tests they run at the uh, Combine. Panthers owner uh, David Tepper um, and a lot of the other guys within that organization are really big fans of that IQ test, so they take those results seriously. I think that bumps C.J. Stroud down a little bit. I don't love the Bryce Young pick just because he's a little bit small. Um, I think, yes, out of all these quarterbacks, is he the most pro-ready? Probably. But um, I don't know. I don't know if this year was the right year to make this move for the Panthers. I don't know if this pick is going to really work out for them in the way they want it to. Um, He's pretty small. Um, Don't know if he's going to be able to take NFL hits every Sunday. But that's the pick that I think they're going to go with. And because of that pick, I have the Houston Texans at the second overall pick, taking quarterback C.J. Stroud, Ohio State. Um, Rumors are that nobody in the Texas organization really cares about those IQ deaths, so I think they're pretty happy, um, honestly, that Stroud has had this ding to his resume and that he's going to fall right in their lap. I think they were fine with either guy, honestly, with Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud. Um, But I think this pick gives them a really unique opportunity that I'm going to mention later in this draft um, with one of my picks. Um, And I think that they're really fine with either guy that they get. Um, They aren't really in win-now mode. Um, You know, both the Panthers and Texans are both in a rebuild, but Texans can afford another year or two um, of trying to get it all together if C.J. Stroud needs some time to develop or learn um, NFL defenses. I think he'll have time to do that um, in Houston. And I think this is a pretty good pick for them. I think really they get potentially the better quarterback out of the two um, when you just look at size and talent. Um, But we'll see if the mental um, aspect of C.J. Stroud's game ends up making him 
not as good as Bryce Young. Um, after the Texans, we have the Arizona Cardinals with the number three pick. Obviously not in a quarterback uh, shopping market, as they just recently extended Kyler Murray. Um, he is injured, obviously, and they're going through a coaching change, but Kyler is still their guy going forward, at least for the next few years. So they figure out um, what player is going to make them the most successful around Kyler Murray, and that's going to be bolstering up their defense. Um, I think they're going to go with Will Anderson Jr., uh, Edge, out of Alabama. I think a few months ago, this pick probably would have been Jalen Carter um, out of Georgia. However, he has recently had some character missteps, um, including being involved in um, some drunk street racing that may have ended up getting one of his teammates killed. Um, I think he also had some problems at the Combine. He wasn't testing as athletically as people thought he would. So I think he falls, and that gives the Cardinals, Will Anderson Jr., really solid edge piece to help bolster their defense. They already have a kind of good defense. Um, they lost Buda Baker, though, so they definitely need uh, another solid playmaker, losing J.J. Watt as well. Um, so hopefully this kind of helps plug in some of the pieces that they have missing. Um, I think it's a good pick for them overall. Next up, number four, Indianapolis Colts. I have them selecting quarterback. Will Levis out of Kentucky. Um, I think really Will Levis isn't worth a fourth overall pick, to be honest. But it's just kind of the way this draft shook up. Um, I think in most other drafts, Will Levis would have been a late first-round pick if he was lucky. Um, but he's what's left um, for the Colts when they get there. I don't think they're going to take Anthony Richardson either. They need a win-now guy. They don't have time to just keep wasting all these players' seasons that, um, that they've worked um, to build this roster with over the past few years. They've kept trying to win with a veteran quarterback. You know, they got, ever since Andrew Luck, it's kind of been on a down spiral. They got Phillip Rivers for a season. He was okay. Couldn't do anything. Carson Wentz for a season. Up and down. Not very good. With Nick Foles again as well, um, somewhere in there. Then they go and they get Matt Ryan. They were okay last season, but it still just wasn't the right move. So now that they're done with this veteran quarterback um, carousel, uh, it's finally time for them to go take a shot in the draft, get the guy that falls to them. Um, you never know, maybe they end up trading up to number two to get a guy that they really want, um, if C.J. Stroud is still there or something, or if somehow Bryce Young is still there and they really like him. But for right now, they get the quarterback that's left in Will Levis. Um, I think he's still a solid quarterback. He can be a starter, um, but I don't think he is as win now ready as the Colts really need him to be. So we'll see if they are willing to wait a few seasons if they have to. Um, and they don't just pull the trigger on him too and go back into rebuild mode. Um, I don't think that'd be very wise of them, but I think overall this is a pretty good pick for what they um, are getting dealt. So we'll see what they can do with it. Um, up next, number five, Seattle Seahawks in the pick that they acquired from the Russell Wilson trade to Denver, I think they go quarterback Anthony Richardson. Now you're saying they already have a quarterback in Geno Smith, at least as of right now. They just signed him an extension. Yeah, and Geno Smith looked good last year, um, but he is kind of old. Um, he's not going to be their quarterback for the next 10 years. Um, and I think with somebody like Anthony Richardson falling into their lap, that is a perfect pick for them. 
You have a guy that can sit there and learn from Geno Smith, a guy who's been around the league. He knows what coaches are expecting. He's seen just about everything, and he's finally got it to where he can put it together and have a good end to his career. In this peak of his career, he's going to be training Anthony Richardson and with the aid of the Seahawks coaching staff, mold Anthony Richardson into the quarterback that he can be a Cam Newton-style quarterback. Um, and it's going to be the perfect guy for Pete Carroll up there who knows how to work with these guys. He's never had a quarterback that's truly his project. Russell Wilson, Wilson he inherited, and he was a late-round pick. Like Nobody really thought for sure that Wilson was going to be their starter. Geno Smith, he kind of inherits, just gets in a trade. So now this can be Pete Carroll's guy that he develops. He influences directly. Um, and I think it's a beautiful pick for Seattle. Like I mentioned earlier, I think Anthony Richardson is going to be one of the best quarterbacks in this draft um, at the end of the day once he gets molded by a good team. And I think Seattle's the perfect team to do that. Um, so I think this is an amazing pick and an absolute steal um, at number five in the draft. Up next, number six, Detroit Lions. Um... They've been making a lot of moves this offseason. Um, they're kind of ready to win right now, but the good thing is they don't need a quarterback because Jared Goff is good enough to get them where they need to go for right now. I think if a guy like Anthony Richardson or Will Levis maybe fell to them, they would consider taking him. Um, but I think they are just going to go for whoever is the most talented player left at this point. Um, and I think they're going to have done their homework on Tyree Wilson, edge out of Texas Tech. This guy was a solid defender, um, was always making plays off the edge, getting to the quarterback. I remember at the end of the season, OU and Texas Tech played, and that was a great matchup of Tyree Wilson versus Anton Harrison, two just star-studded players. Um, and I think this is a great pick for Detroit. Kind of just go get the best guy that's available out there. You don't really need anything specific, um, and he's a really talented player for their defense. Up next, we have number seven. Uh, Las Vegas Raiders. I think they're kind of in the same position. I think they would go quarterback if somebody fell to them, like Will Levis or Anthony Richardson. Maybe they go trade up and try to get one of those guys, trade with Arizona or Houston maybe. They really like who uh, who's left after pick number one. But um, for right now, I think that they just stick with Jimmy Garoppolo and they just go after whoever the best player left at that spot is. And for me, I think that's Devin Witherspoon, cornerback out of Illinois. Um, another just solid defensive player to add to the team. Um, you kind of got all, kind of got all the key weapons around Jimmy Garoppolo that you're going to give him. Um, so I think just keep adding to that defense. Make sure that there's no place on the roster that looks ugly anymore, um, so that you don't have an excuse to go put out as many turds as you did last season. As uh, if you're the Raiders, um, but I think this is a solid pick. Just go get whatever talent is left there. Get somebody on defense that you're pretty good on offense already. So I think it's a good pick for them. Next up, number eight, Atlanta Falcons. Another team that really could kind of use a quarterback. Not really in a great position to get a quarterback. Um, maybe they trade up. You just can't really tell um, until the night of with stuff like that. Um, but I think if they are still at this position, I think they just go with uh, somebody to bolster their offensive line. I think they go Peter Skronsky, tackle out of Northwestern. Um, they don't really have their quarterback right now. I mean, Desmond Ritter might be their long-term starter. Um, but no matter who's going to be back there, you need a good line. And um, adding Peter Skronsky, Skronsky really helps um, at... Uh, 
Adding Peter Skronsky really helps bolster the uh, edge of your line there. Um, gives you a solid player. Um, so no matter what quarterback you end up rolling with over the next few years, you're going to have a good offensive line, a good tackle out there to protect your quarterback. Up next, number nine, Chicago Bears. Pick that they acquired in the uh, DJ Moore trade with the first overall pick with the Panthers. And I think they get the guy that they actually were kind of thinking about taking at number one anyway in Jalen Carter. Um, Carter was rumored to be a potential first overall pick um, towards the end of the NFL season. As I mentioned, some of the character flaws have come out. And I think Chicago gets lucky and they still get the guy they might have picked right there um, at number one. Um, Obviously, I think they are still probably going to be worried about some of the stuff that's been coming out too. But at number nine, with a guy that showed as much talent as he did in college, you're kind of getting a steal right there, especially a guy um, that you had at the top of your board for most of the year. You still end up getting him. You get him at a discounted price, um, and you got DJ Moore out of it too. So pretty good pick right there for Chicago. We'll see if Jalen Carter works out. Even if not, you got so much in that trade for Carolina. It really doesn't even matter who you pick at this uh, point in the draft. Um, up next, number 10, uh, Philadelphia Eagles. Now, Philly, they lost some key players um, in free agency about a month ago. Um, so they kind of have a lot of pieces they need. But at the same time, they were also just in the Super Bowl. So they kind of are in the middle of figuring out, do we really need to replace all these guys? Do we have some depth on our roster? That's kind of just going to take time to figure out throughout the uh, preseason and early start of next season. So I think they go with a flashy pick here. I think they go with best talent available. Um, they lost a running back in free agency, so he might as well go and pick this guy up. B. John Robinson, running back out of Texas. This guy was one of the best running backs in college football over the past few years. Um, you really can't go wrong with picking him no matter what team you are. Um, the question is going to be extending him in a few years if it's going to be worth it. But for right now, he's going to give you some solid running back play. Um, he's great. Uh, out of the backfield as well, um, catching and blocking. So I think the Eagles make a good pick here. Um, maybe there's some other pieces that they should really consider um, more important, but you just got in the Super Bowl. You're kind of figuring out what your team is really going to be next year. You can't go wrong with just go getting one of the best running backs in college football um, and taking a shot at him. Next up, number 11, Tennessee Titans. Um, I've seen some people say that maybe they go get, um, a quarterback here. If somebody falls to them, maybe they trade up. I think that they're still just going to kind of stick with who they have at quarterback. And if they end up being bad this season, they just kind of go into rebuild mode. Um, I think they want to see what they have left, see if they can make anything happen with the roster that they do have and then blow it up if it doesn't work out next season. But to help out with this season, um, to make it not be a terrible season, I think they do go for an offensive lineman. Um, may not know who's going to be quarterback back there, but same as the Falcons. Whoever is back there, you need a good offensive line. Um, if Derrick Henry's still back there, you need somebody to block for him. Um, so I think they go Paris Johnson Jr. Um, out of Ohio State, tackle. Um, and same as the Peter Skronsky move for Falcons. Um, it's just a solid move. Um, you don't really need anything in particular. You aren't going to get a super flashy player right here other than maybe a wide receiver, but you just let go AJ Brown um, last trade season, excuse me, last draft season. 
And um, I don't know if you're really ready to go get your star receiver yet with this pick. I think maybe you wait until next year to see if you're a little higher in the draft. Um, same with quarterback, for that matter. Next up, we have number 12, Houston Texans. And this is what I was talking about earlier whenever they picked C.J. Stroud, of them having a uh, unique opportunity um, this year. Because I think they go with Jackson Smith and Jigba, wide receiver out of Ohio State. Now, over the past, oh, I think two or three drafts, we've seen an interesting trend happen of teams that have two picks in the draft, especially when one is high and one is kind of a mid-range pick, or two picks in the first round, I should say. They've done something interesting where they select their star quarterback with you know their higher pick, and then they go after that quarterback's college receiver as well with one of those later picks. And I think it's a really smart move. A lot of it has worked out for these teams. Um, an example is Joe Burrow. Um, they drafted Justin Jefferson. Uh, a great example is Joe Burrow. Um, they drafted him first overall, and then they go and draft uh, Jamar Chase. Um, the Jaguars did it with Trevor Lawrence. They went and got um, Trevor Etienne later in that draft. Um and then you have the Dolphins did this as well with Tua and Jalen Waddle. So I think the Texans kind of take inspiration from that. They go with their Ohio State quarterback. They get his Ohio State wide receiver. Um, and you kind of have that dynamic dynamic duo right at the start of both of these players' careers. Um, I think it's a great move. Um, if Jackson Smith and Jigma can fall that far, that is. Um, there's a lot of teams ahead of the Texans that might go receiver. Like I mentioned, the Titans might. But I think if they do get this opportunity, they should definitely pull the trigger. I think that would be a great pick um, and would really help ease C.J. Stroud into the league, um, having a guy he's familiar with out there. Number 13, I think the Green Bay Packers are going to go Dalton Kincaid. They're kind of in a transition right now. I don't think they really know what they need, but it won't hurt to have a solid tight end out there for Jordan Love as he starts his Packers career. Um, so I think it's a solid move. Uh, solid tight end right there, um, midway through the draft. I don't really think there's any other big star players that the Packers need to be going off after right now. Um, I do think it would be funny, though, if right after Aaron Rodgers leaves, they finally decide to start drafting offense in the first round besides Jordan Love. Um, but I think that is what's going to happen. Number 14, Patriots. Um, I think they could go B. John Robinson here if he falls this far. I think that would be a pretty smart move by them. Um, they already have Ramondre Street, excuse me, Ramondre Stevenson back there, out of Oklahoma. He's been okay the past few seasons, um, but he hasn't really been a top ten NFL running back so far. But anyway, um, I don't think they are going to be able to get Bijan. I don't think he's going to fall this far. So I think they kind of go with a Bill Belichick defense pick in Luke Van Ness, excuse me, Lucas Van Ness, out of uh, Iowa, an edge player. It's kind of just. Your typical Bill Belichick play, just your typical good kid out of a big school, a big, uh, tough Big Ten school in Iowa. Um, and I think it's a good move for them. Helps their defense. Not a lot of key positions that they need right now. There's a lot of spots they need to fill, so you're not going to fix your whole roster with one pick right here. Not a lot of flashy players left. I think they go with a solid defensive player here. Number 15, New York Jets. Um... I think they go with a tackle to help their new fancy quarterback, Aaron Rodgers. Um, and I think they go with Broderick Jones out of Georgia. Really, any Georgia player in this draft that you pick is going to be a solid pick. Um, two straight championships in college and a lot of NFL-ready players on those rosters. 
Um, I think Broderick Jones is a good tackle pick for a new offense with Aaron Rodgers. Um, can't hurt to keep him safe out there on the edge, so I think that's a solid pick. Number 16, Washington Commanders. I think they go cornerback Christian Gonzalez out of Oregon. Some people have said that maybe they go with a little bit of a sneaky pick in Hendon Hooker or somebody like that, um, a solid kind of quarterback that people are expecting to go a little bit later. Maybe they get sneaky and pick him early. Um, but I think they are going to stick for, with Sam Howell for right now, especially when they probably can get any of those quarterbacks a little bit later in the draft for um, a lower paycheck. So I think for right now they just go with best player available. They need help on defense anyway. They've had a lot of injuries, um, and they're going to be going up against some good offenses in uh, the Dallas Cowboys and Philadelphia Eagles and potentially New York Giants as well. They're kind of the team that's about to get left behind in the NFC NFC East potentially. So I think they go with a defensive player to uh, try to balance that out, um, and I think it's a solid pick. Number 17, Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, they are kind of in a weird transition, too. Their defense is still pretty solid, though, um, and I think their priority right now is definitely going to be to protect Kenny Pickett as he makes this transition into the NFL. He was solid last year um, for what he had. I think you add a little bit more protection um, for him with a tackle, um, a solid SEC tackle that's seen a lot of tough defenses. Um, I think it's a good move um, to keep Kenny Pickett healthy for as long as you can and uh, give him some confidence back there in the pocket. Number 18, Lions pick again. Um, I think they go receiver. Now, there's a few receivers that could go here. Could be Quentin Johnson. Could be Jordan Addison. Um, those guys that I just mentioned are probably the more talented overall receivers, the more explosive. But Zay Flowers is kind of a scheme fit for the Lions. So I think they uh, kind of take him a little bit earlier than what he's really worth. Um, but you already got your solid first-round pick and Tyree Wilson earlier in the draft. You can kind of go with whatever you want here. Might as well add to your offense. Give Jared Goff another weapon. So I think they go with Zay Flowers. Good scheme fit for them. Number 19, uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I think they go safety out of Alabama, Brian Branch. Bucks are in a really weird transition mode right now. We don't really know what they're doing. Um, and so I really think they just go talent here. Um, it's a little bit of a scheme fit too. Um, I think they just go with whoever's whoever the best players left. And at this point, it's Brian Branch. Um so I think it's a good pick. It never hurts to keep adding to that defense. You, as of right now, have some pretty solid offensive players. Um, you just don't really know what you're doing at quarterback. So I might as well invest in the defense right now. Number 20, Seattle Seahawks pick again. Um, since they went quarterback earlier, I think they go with a defensive pick here. Since they don't really need a lot more on offense, um, might as well just keep Keep making that defense as good as it can be. I think they go with a cornerback out of Maryland, Deontay Banks. Um, kind of just the best defensive player left in the draft at this point. Um, I think they would have loved to have had an inside guy like Tyree Wilson or Jalen Carter, but they're not going to fall this far. Um, so I think they just go best defensive player available, Deontay Banks, and I think that's a good pick for them. Number 21, LA Chargers. Um, I think they do go wide receiver here. I think they would love to have Bijan Robinson here, especially with rumors that they might uh, be trading Austin Eckler. Um, but I think nonetheless, B. John doesn't fall this far. They go get the best um, receiver for them. Um, and I think scheme fit-wise, Quentin Johnston out of TCU um, is the best pick here. 
Um, another key uh, playmaker for uh, another key playmaker for Justin Herbert to throw to. Um, solid wide receiver pick. I think uh, I think that's the best they can do right there. Really, um, number twenty-two, Baltimore Ravens. Um, I think normally they would have gone receiver here. Just give Lamar Jackson another reason to stay. Another guy to go along with OBJ. Um, but Nolan Smith has fallen a lot farther than people think he might. Um, so I think they go there. Nolan Smith, edge out of Georgia. Um, you already got OBJ. Um, yeah, it'd be nice to try to sell Lamar on another key wide receiver. But just go get an edge player. He's the best defensive player left in the draft at this point. Um, and he helps you out on a defense that had some problems last year. Number 23, Minnesota Vikings. I think they finally go get probably the best receiver outside of uh, Njigba in this draft, and that's Jordan Addison, wide receiver out of USC. Um, it can never hurt to give Kirk Cousins more, Kirk Cousins more weapons, um, especially with how many games were close games last year for them, um, bolstering that offense up and making it as star-studded as possible um, is going to help you not have those games be close and just have good, uh, demanding wins. Um, pair him on the other side of Justin Jefferson, and you've got a pretty solid offense right there. Number 24, Jacksonville Jaguars. I think that they go um, edge, Miles Murphy out of Clemson. Um, kind of just going best defensive player here. Um, their offense is pretty star-studded already, um, so just make that defense... Um, as solid as you can. They kind of got behind in some games last year, got close to coming back in a few of them, but add to the defense, make sure you're not behind in games at all so you don't have to keep coming back. Number 25, New York Giants. Um, I think they take a pick here that maybe people aren't expecting to be necessarily a first-rounder, um, but I think they're going to go with wide receiver out of Tennessee, Jalen Hyatt. Hyatt was a solid receiver um, for Tennessee. Um, and I think... There's nothing wrong with adding another weapon for Daniel Jones. Jones had the best year of his career last year. Um, you're still hoping you keep Saquon Barkley. Maybe you go running back here with like Jameer Gibbs or something if you're not so sure about keeping Barkley. Um, but they probably will keep Barkley. So I think that they just add another piece for uh, Danny Dimes to throw to. Um, I think that's going to make some noise in the NFC East for sure. Number 26, my Dallas Cowboys. Thankfully, B. John Robinson is gone because a lot of rumors have been that the Cowboys are going to take B. John there, and I really don't want them to take running back. If they do take running back, I'd rather them take Jameer Gibbs out of Alabama. Um, but I think they're going to go tight in here. Uh, Michael, My Michael Mayer out of Notre Dame. Um, you need a guy. You have a few tight ends on the roster, but you need a solid guy to replace Dalton Schultz. Um I'd really love them to go wide receiver here if there's anybody good available, but a lot of a lot of the good receivers have already gone so far, so I think you just go for another solid offensive piece um, in Michael Mayer, tight end. Number 27, Buffalo Bills. Um, I think they'd really like to go get Jordan Addison here if he falls, but I don't think he will. Maybe they trade up for him. Um, so I think they go for Kalijah Cansee, Um Defensive interior player out of Pittsburgh. Um, Bills don't really need a lot of pieces um, that they're going to get in the draft. 
just go best uh, defensive player. Uh, good interior guy that's going to help you get to the quarterback some next year. Um, I think it's a good pick for them. Number 28, Cincinnati Bengals. Um, I think they go tight end out of Georgia, Darnell Washington. Um, they just lost their tight end, Hunter Henry, to uh, the Panthers. Um, I think you go replace him immediately. You don't need a lot of pieces right now. Maybe you go Jameer Gibbs if you're not sure if Joe Mixon's coming back because there has been some rumors this offseason. But I think otherwise you go get an offensive piece in Darnell Washington, pretty solid tight end. Number 29, New Orleans Saints. I think they take Mozzie Smith, um, interior player out of Michigan. Um, Saints are pretty loaded on offense already, so just keep bolstering that defense up. Um, NFC South is anybody's to take right now. So having a solid defensive player to stop some of those underperforming offenses and really make sure that you don't let them score more than they should on you, um, I think it's a solid pick for them to keep adding their defense. Number 30, Eagles pick again. Um, they made the flashy pick of B. John Robinson earlier. I think they make a more serious pick, go with their defense, um, make sure if they have to face the Chiefs or something again, um, they have somebody that can go after Patrick Mahomes um, with more force. So I think they take edge player out of Iowa State, Will McDonald the fourth, um, Really solid defensive player. Iowa State's had some decent defenses over the past few years. Um, and I think that's a really solid pick for them to help fill some of the key spots that they lost in the offseason. And last pick of the draft, number 31, Kansas City Chiefs. They make some interesting picks whenever they have this last draft pick, which they've had uh, twice over the past few years. They've had some pretty late picks otherwise um, being in the Super Bowl so much. They always make it a little interesting here because they're already so good that they don't really need any one position usually. Um, so they kind of just go with a sneaky good pick, just whoever their scouts are really loving that falls to them. And I think this year that's going to be tackle out of Oklahoma, Anton Harrison. This seems like a perfect last pick of the round pick for Andy Reid. You just lost Orlando Brown, um, Oklahoma tackle, in offseason to the Bengals. Now you go replace him with another Oklahoma tackle in Anton Harrison, um, who has plenty of experience and some pretty explosive offenses. So I think this is a great sneaky steal for Andy Reid um, and a really good way to close out the draft. As an OU fan, um, getting to see one of my players get drafted to a team that I don't hate. Um, so that's my first round mock draft. Um, you never know. A lot of this could probably be wrong. Um, I think my first five picks for sure are pretty solid. Um, and some of these end picks, um, it kind of is going to get shuffled around the middle probably. Um, but really excited for the draft coming up. Um, hope you enjoyed this episode and some of my breakdown of who I think goes where and why they should. Um, we'll see you next week with the final episode as we recap what actually does happen in the first round. Um, and maybe a few, uh, talk a little bit about some people that fell out of the first round. Um, and, um, how OU did specifically in the draft. Um, we'll go all, over all of that in the final episode. Um, but thanks for listening to today's episode, and have a good one.